flickering in and out like an old tiny lamp. We're three moths floating around Eagle's power supply. (laughs) In episode 176 of the Bloodshot Eyes and Sore Thumbs podcast. Let's get it. Yes. Not as big of a week. IMO, in my opinion, other than this some really bad news going around in the gaming community, and that's really disappointing. Um, yeah. But we, wait, what? <laughs> my bad. <It's>, hey, <laughs> but we did get to play some awesome titles this week. Now I'm talking over someone again. What's up, bud? Uh, it's 2020. There's bad news in every sector, I believe. It's a good point. So real. So good real. Point. Yeah, I'm glad I stopped. Like, nah, dude. So far this year is the craziest year since last year. But anyways, other than all that, uh, we did get some to play some awesome titles this week. At least I got to try some stuff that I've been waiting for for months. Um, is it years or is it just year? I think it's just a year. Anyway, can't wait to get to it. Let's introduce ourselves first. Hello, I'm Rattle, joined as always by the Eagle R. Oh, hello. What's good? Oh, hello. How's, uh, oh, you know, bud. How's everybody doing today? Yep. Same throne, different games, bud. How are you? you know hey it's all good uh it's been storming a little bit at my house today so might lose power might disappear just throwing that out there yeah so we'll try and keep this ship afloating over here we have that old crow brent hello sir hello hello everyone uh hope everyone topped off their uh generators tonight it is a bit stormy (laughs) shovel coal into the old (laughs) Yeah, yeah, got you. It is a little stormy, but um, I'm very thankful for it. Um, where we live, which is the continental United States, I've always wanted to say that. Like I've never said that on air before. That co- that collection. Anyways, uh, it was just the Fourth of July, States. Happy Independence Day to anyone that's relevant to. And uh, it's been hot as crow. Something that's really hot. Help me. Me. It's been hot as crow over mm-hmm. here. And then finally, the 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 lightning crashes, and old mother dies. I mean, the rain starts falling down, and things are finally starting to uh, cool off a little bit. Is this, that's not for is this is a, a country Garth song? song? <laughs> yeah, thank I you don't know where I'm going. I just I need the thunder help. rolls and, and the lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> you made me ugly laugh right at the beginning. Nice. Okay, so also 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 some very firm and serious thank yous need to be issued to absolutely everyone listening to this right now thank you humbled and honored come have a little more fun with us at only psych (laughs) i'm talking about our social media brent where can they find us on social media (laughs) Uh, edgy stances everywhere i'm i'm just gonna say i look pretty good topless i'll throw it out there (laughs) what's your cash out him? I mean clothes Nova. We're not we're not sponsored. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's TikTok. That's um that's all of them, right? Yeah. Discord. Yeah. Discord. Get in the Discord. Get in the Thank Discord. You. What are you doing? Thank you. Also, if you want something a little more interactive. <laughs> you consider need joining to come our Discord. They're exactly right. <laughs> They're exactly right. They have silicon lips. What did you say that the, the dude had, Eagle? We were looking up various musical instruments before the show. Yeah, uh, we might what have found th- ourselves into the toot flute uh, Google search. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it had uh, silicone upper lips. Just yep. 
and you're on a list. Thanks. <laughs> Built for speed and comfort. <laughs> it's aerodynamic. Dude, their words, not ours. Toot, flute, and boogie. All I have to say. So, yeah. I guess we can just, um, yeah, we can just dive on in. Right? Yeah. Right. Can we can we talk Let's about some games? Can we talk about some goodness in the industry? Um. Well, that's one of the things that we talk about besides radness at edgystances.com. I know I forgot something about that, like that. So, yes, now we can talk about games. What would you like to talk about? I want to talk about Shadow Warrior 3. 3? Three? Three. Three. I'm actually Grace. really excited about this. See, yeah. So what you do, the first two were about ninjas, but this one they really nailed it down. You get a flashlight, and you hold your hands in front of it, and you make it look like a dog. And then you get your other hand, you make that look like probably the same thing. A lobster. Just, <laughs> they're shadow warriors. A lobster. Yeah, it's easy. If I could make a lobster shadow puppet out of my hand, I wouldn't be podcasting for a living, but <laughs> That's right. You would be doing kids' birthday parties. <laughs> I'd have silicone lips. <laughs> so to speak. Okay, Shadow Warrior 3. What's up? What do we got? Shadow Warrior 3. They've made two of them already. Uh, if the three didn't give it away. <laughs> there was a one, and then it was followed by a two. And now, a two. <laughs> we get a three. Uh, yeah, if you if you guys don't remember, Shadow Warrior is like a first person shooter slash like ninja game. Hack them um, up. Yeah, fast. Um, like it's. I found them difficult. You know, like you can die pretty easily, but you're pretty deadly yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like but, Doom, right? You could categorize yeah. it like that. Doom with it's the like sword. Doom and Yakuza. Gory. Yakuza. Mm-hmm. No. And like fantastical monsters, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that that weird side of Japanese cult. Well, I shouldn't say weird, but like like mythical fantasy style of Japanese culture, you know. Uh, but yeah, so kind of out of nowhere, they announced uh, the third one is coming in 2021. Um, they showed off a little um, teaser trailer, like a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Today, in which um, they said they'll show gameplay next week, I think. So, I'm nice. excited. Nice. It's a wild trailer. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. So, what was your favorite thing about the Shadow Warrior games? Because I know you played them both. Yeah. I recall you um, being excited, too. When we first recorded, like in the first year of us doing this show, they um, didn't they put one of them on Game Pass, like the backwards compatible one? Or it's, man. My information sounds so fragmented. My memory's on it. But I remember it sneaking up on us. Yeah, on like, um, I'd never heard of just Shadow Warrior until the second one came out. And I almost bought yeah. it, but I didn't. And then, yeah, they put the first one on Gold or Game Pass or something like that. And I played it, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is right up my alley. And then the second one came to Game Pass as well. So, like, shout out to Xbox for letting me buy both those games for free, basically. Um, Still on Game Pass? I think so. Um, but, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think my favorite part about it is kind of a split between the, like, goofy humor, like, in the mess mm-hmm. of all this violence. Just kind of, like, mm-hmm. I think it fits well. Um, but also, like, f- the first-person sword fighting. Like, the yeah. first-person yeah, ninja stuff, was, you know. 
Almost like Duke that Nukem, right? That just like over the top silliness with the uber violence. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, had a feeling of like parkour and movement, like a mirror's edge or something, you know, like yeah. you were, like Doom. Doom's like a great example for it. You know, just you're kind of skating through the levels and stuff. Um, but they're good. If you haven't tried Shadow Warrior, like the second one's a great place to jump in. Like the story's connected and everything, but you can jump in the second one and kind of enjoy what's going on. Got you. I can't wait to jump into Hyperscape. And I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, <clears throat> for anyone who may not have seen this just yet, um, or missed last week, uh, it is the Ubisoft Battle Royale. Uh, that's kind of underselling what I've seen so far on it. However, I did not get to see them stream the actual game. Oh. Which got which got to happen for us uh, a couple days ago. And, yeah. And... Uh, I mean, I've I've seen clips in the meantime. I just didn't get to the excitement of seeing it like unravel in front of me. That's always fun. Together. Sure, Brent. We haven't talked to you about this yet. Have you seen this game? I'm watching it now. It, mm-hmm. Man, it looks like Maybe. a mix of like Apex, uh, obviously, then with Titanfall, right? Yeah. Almost All looks those. like just yeah, like the Apex movement? on an Overwatch map. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I heard the rumors of this, style. but I haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, they've got a closed beta so, going on right now. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're doing that like Twitch drops thing of like, if you're watching the sponsored streamers, you might get a code to go play yourself type of thing. Right. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so, one of the cool hooks on this, uh, Brent, if you haven't seen on that footage there, um, Remember Radical Heights on the grid system, how some of those sections would shut down? Yeah. Okay, Eagle told me it's not like that. Okay. So what ends up... <laughs> Fair enough. Good enough. Uh, so but um, go for they it, don't, They don't use like a, a ring system where it like kind of closes in on a like last location like a lot of the Battle Royales do. Mm-hmm. They do um, these like sectors thing where they corrupt or go offline i can't remember the exact words that they use um but basically there's like a mark section on the map that will start to deteriorate it looks like all glitchy and kind of pixelated and stuff and it gets darker Mm. and darker and darker and it'll finally like expire fully in which if you're in that area you take a little damage it you know it's kind of like out being out in one of the rings you know you like you can't be out there but the more devastating thing is so imagine hyperscape's map is like a dense city you know just buildings everywhere tall buildings and stuff like that that's one of the things i like about it i'm sorry for interrupting i was just excited yeah so when the sector closes like everything goes away so it is just flat open land in that sector so you are like out in the open like you you cannot you can see into those sectors from inside the ring yeah so like if you if you're inside the ring safe on top of a building or whatever and you look out across a sector that's been closed you will see everybody that's left out there like just just no cover yeah so they're just standing out in the middle of a field really cool huh yeah it's cool like i I saw i want to see this now yeah i watched seagull play a few games a couple other people as well and it's like some of the fights lasted like outside into those sectors where, you know, it's just in the middle of a fight. You can't really leave. And then like all the buildings are gone and it's just like, 
oh dear, like we are in yeah, trouble. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When you say that, immediately it it conjures up memories in my mind of the Halo Three maps Foundry with just nothing in it, <laughs> like just spawning in Foundry, empty room with BRs, and you just staring at each other. Yeah, just like yeah. hey, what's up? <laughs> Minds me um, of that. But yeah, so it's got a lot of the same trappings of the battle royales, you know. Uh, looting for weapons um one of the differences they have is so you have two weapons and then you have two ability slots and you find your abilities on the map so there's like a teleport ability there's an armor ability there's a wall and stuff like that um and so you find those uh but one of the interesting things about it is their upgrade system so let's say you find a sniper um if you find that same sniper again you could then fuse them together and have like a level two sniper and mm-hmm. you find another one, you'll be a level three and so on and so forth. Um, so that's like the upgrading, just kind of like sticking with the same weapon and finding more of them out in the world. But like no level three sniper, you won't come across that. You have to find three sniper rifles to get that high up. I'm not sure. I, it looked like there might okay. have, may have been some like fully upgraded weapons to pick up, but I, like mm-hmm. things are moving fast. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. But you can you can also upgrade your abilities, so like your your dash or teleport ability. If you find another one of those, the cooldown is lower on it, you know. So you can upgrade those too. It's pretty neat. And you can swap these abilities out as you find them. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like nine or ten abilities. You know, there's a heal and there's something that turns you into like a giant ball, like a Hammond ball. Yeah. Um, and then like. One of the last things that I noticed that like, was unique about this, at least that I can tell, is when you die, you turn into like a ghost-type like character. Yeah. You're still on the map. Uh, enemies can't see you. Your team can see you. You can see everything. Um, and so you have to make it to an enemy's death box where someone died, and that is now like a respawn location for you. You've got to go there, and a teammate has to go there to respawn you. Uh, but then you're right back in the game, right there. So, and uh, you can do that infinitely. Yeah. So cool. you can keep on respawning. Uh, oh, and mm. the last cool thing I'd like to point out about Hyperscape is at the end of the game, you know, you can win the game by being the last man standing, killing everybody else, um, or there is something called a crown that spawns, and you can pick up the crown. And it was something like 30, 45 seconds. If you oh. can hold that crown, you will automatically win, no matter how many people are left. That's cool. But, I mean, like, because that, like, really um, discourages camping. Yes. Uh, like, you will get smoked. Now, when you pick up the crown, it's kind of like Oddball and Halo or whatever. Like, everybody on the map can see Everyone you. knows where you are. Right. Yeah. We're, uh, but Were we on episode talking about it when I was saying that reminded me of the Golden Snitch from Harry Potter? Were we just in some <laughs> Xbox chat? I think that was last night. I guess it doesn't matter at this point because I've said it yeah. again. But it's out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's an ulterior there. way to win a game, which is like really neat. Yeah. So. But nice. Looks cool, man. I like I'm the look of it. I like the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, it looks Mainly, good. Mainly what I'm mostly looking forward to is just the fact that Ubisoft is like a lot of these other companies are putting out these games that, you know, like they're just kind of starting out with you know a lot of them like especially the earlier ones like PUBG and such but Ubisoft is just I don't know 
they're they're expensive they're big they have a lot of talent they have a lot of resources it's yeah big budget battle royale yeah like it'll be good whether it's up your alley or not you know maybe not mm-hmm. but it looks like it's put together well it runs well do you think it's going I'm to be in. free to play i don't know maybe that's a good question actually it seems to be kind of par for the course for these battle royales nowadays, but I don't know. Yeah, it would it would, it would almost seem odd if it wasn't, really. I feel like that Ubisoft would just been... put you at such a disadvantage. True, true. Ubisoft but... has been really pushing to get a game like that, that exists as a living game, like you know Fortnite and all that. They've been trying that with Siege for years, uh, for Honor, kind of. I mean, cetera, they've succeeded with those games, and like, yeah. those games still cost money. So, you know, I don't hey, know. yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You got to buy Rainbow Six. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like seven-ish dollars right now, though. But, see, their model with Rainbow Six is like you're buying operators. Or, you know, you, like when they release new characters, you're buying them. Um, I don't know Hyperscape like doesn't seem to have that model. You know, maybe it's cosmetic stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, skins. Battle Pass, hmm. Hyper Pass. Do you think? Do you think it affects the caliber of players and quality of games and matchmaking the, d- between free to play and? Well, what's a paid battle royale out there? Actually, do we have anything to compare it to? I wouldn't say PUBG? no. No, I mean, Black Ops yeah. PUBG or Blackout. Oh yeah, PUBG. No. You have to buy. Uh-huh. Blackout. No, Blackout. You have to buy Warzone. Yeah, you Blackout. Don't have you have to buy. buy. Warzone is free. Apex well, I think if it's free to play, there are will inevitably be more people to match make with, which, like theoretically, should lead to better games because they'll have more of a pool to get you into like, you know, your MMR. Yeah. But I would agree with that logic. I, I mean, agree. the the biggest thing I would think is is whenever something is free to play, at least something that's established, you're gonna find more cheaters. Cheaters. Hundred percent. I think you're gonna find more garbage players too, but I guess this yeah, is yeah, mean. and you will, of course. It did, well. How, how about? But I'd rather go against a garbage it. player than a cheater. It, it, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I concede to the crow, sir. And you know, if, if it you, did cost, oh, go ahead. Well, like to your garbage player stuff, there should be some skill based matchmaking to where, like, if you're not a garbage player yourself, you probably wouldn't see him. That's true. true, but it's it's probably apples to oranges. But Overwatch is in a very we were just talking about this the other day. They're in a very difficult place right now as far as even games and stuff, and that's a pay sixty bucks for it. I think still right. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Wait, what? That's what's a game going where people all out pay for. And yeah, right now the match. I mean, unless you're like a grandmaster, which I mean, maybe I'm I'm not. So I'm just pulling that out of my butt. But um, a lot of the games are trash you're getting right now. Like just all ranges of skill, and it's um it's chaos. Hmm. I am a. It does feel a little weird right now. They've got a, they pushed yeah. a lot of balance changes recently, and like things are just weird, you know. Maybe I should try a different character besides Hanzo every now and then, though. I'm just scatter kidding. arrow. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that thing though. I, I do not. Hanzo. Whatever. I do not. So. If hyperscape, 
if it did cost money, how would you react if it cost sixty nine ninety nine? I'm out. As long as I had to pay a dollar per match, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> oh, what is he referring to? The um, that's culling. the uh, the culling, the culling's mm-hmm, yes. model. We need to check in on that. No, we don't. Do we? No, we don't. Do we? Oh, we yeah, can let it die because it's probably dead. Okay. They pulled it Just and like released the, the too. I guess I'm the Upon only person release. into dumpster fires. That was so DOA, bro. DOA. I'm Googling it right now. So, it's gonna what say would DOA. you do if you encountered a game that was priced at, like their MSRP was a $69.99? I'd have no shit. problem with it if if it was good. Like, What if that's what NBA if, 2K? What if Destiny released basically... The, uh, Hyper, what was it? Uh, Hyperscape, but just destiny wise. Would you guys pay 60 bucks for it? I would, yeah. Wait, what? Like, like, like if Hyperscape, yeah, I'd pay 60 just... bucks for destiny, that'd be a discount. <laughs> I don't think I'm understanding your question though. <laughs> like, okay, we, we, we all admit destiny is one of the best first person shooter games ever, right? Yes, technically. So if, yeah, if yeah, I knew yeah, that's what we were going into, uh, in a okay. battle royale like Hyperscape. Yeah, I'd pay the money for it. Sure. Cool. Um, I think, so, this week it came out a little bit that uh, 2K was going to charge sixty nine ninety nine for 2K. and I've seen uh, more than just that, too. But but that's the only thing I've seen actually like uh, attributed to a title. Lots of people have been kind of grumbling about what if games are sixty nine ninety nine U.S. dollars. Yeah, 2K's publishing side has said that they're going to look at upping everything by 10 bucks to cover the costs of business, which like games have been $60 for a long time. Like I am surprised yes. we made it through this whole generation at 60 bucks. Um, I I think more than a Oh, you mean generation is in console. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I remember my days as a young rattle working at the game halt, people the move to go to uh, uh 54.99. And people were pissed. Mm-hmm. People were yeah. pissed. Yeah. Okay. So I've... one thing I want to say about NBA 2K, though, like in one thing that's always confused me about these games is, okay, we have all these battle royales as live service games of service and stuff. Um, buy new characters, buy new operators for Rainbow Six Siege, whatever. A game like the NBA, which is modeled after you know this sport that changes rosters every year and stuff, why haven't they just put out? Uh, the NBA game, and then every year you're buying your new players or the rosters update and stuff. Why is it a new addition every year for these games? Like Madden, NBA. I, there's probably a super practical, awesome answer out there. You know, Money. But, um, They'll sell you a whole other copy. Yeah, and I guess, it, you know, you've got to pay those artists and, and coders and everything that go into... I guess it gives people jobs, but I don't know. They are huge games. I just think of any free-to-play kind of model, it would be a, a, a sports type of game. Again, unless there's just something I'm not, I'm just totally missing. I mean, there's some of the highest-selling games in the world every year. Like, it would be financial suicide to not sell a full-priced copy or a collector's edition for a hundred dollars and stuff like that every year. Yeah, because yeah, it does change every year, so yeah, that, so you have that opportunity. All right, sorry yeah. to work things out on air, folks, but like, if y'all are listening, like, what are you gonna do? Like, what do you think about seven seventy dollar games? 
Does that concede anything from our side of things as customers? Is that giving a little too much to just deal with it and move on? Because they know we will. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. and then with and with Game Halt starting to die out, where are people going to get used titles for the discount? I think I'll be playing less games. But with the price hike and then going increasingly more into a digital age, isn't that kind of like not making mm-hmm. a lot of sense? Yeah, totally. So I was gonna say what, be- because they're selling less physical copies and they have to spend less money on actually shipping something that so our games have to go up in price now. I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know, but I've come mm. to learn that if like something just really doesn't match up, there's probably something going on. <laughs> you know, like it's probably bonkers. But they're, you know. they're I, the, the you thing that sticks with money. me, Eagle. Weren't you saying? That, I like, mean, simplified answer does not make it right. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. You were saying like, uh, some people were like uh, just saying how much they were making at certain. Um, game developer companies and you said uh one guy or gal who whatever um said that they were like an intern at ea and we're getting paid like 38 dollars an hour to basically run and get coffees yeah wow yeah there's That's a really like, interesting hashtag on twitter called uh game dev paid me and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's it you see a ton of responses they gotta from, use like, that budget baby well you, you know you see <sighs> higher ups at riot all the way down to you know the you know starter interns and qa testers at you know smaller companies and stuff like that and like the range was crazy you know you're at like just above minimum wage for the entry level stuff up to like close to 200 quarter of a million dollars a year for some of the like higher up positions and stuff so mm-hmm. and those are the people talking about it you know who knows what like a cory barlog or neil Druckmann makes like they're probably getting taken care of very well yeah and deserve every penny <laughs> I'm just playing. I I like their games, but you know, there's I I'm not trying to be facetious. I hear exactly what you're saying. It's um just kind of weird, you know? Like I don't know. They're starting to sell consoles with no CD drives at all. Yeah. But we see a jump in the price of games. Hey, really no 4K. trucks are involved. No airplanes full of, you know, wooden crates full of games. Dropped with parachutes to the ground like PUBG combatants. None of that. Do you know what it costs it's to weird. get ray tracing in a game? Perhaps. I don't know. Do you know how much it costs? No, I don't. But I'm sure it's not cheap to like push the bounds of this stuff. Like, make these big <laughs> games. You double-click the mouse here, you double-click the mouse there. I'm just kidding. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> but, so, what other games do you think we're going to see... Going at sixty nine ninety nine. I mean, I it, it on the twenty third like of this month, Ujia would just yeah. be a everything, Pretty right? Much. So, yeah, I'm trying to segue that oh. into some awesome news because things are a little bleak about that price tag. But um, we'll get to see exactly what we'll be putting our hard earned uh, bladders on. What do y'all use as currency? Dollars. Wolf nipples. <laughs> nope. Dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got this card. I swipe it for things, and they give me other things. It it works out. <laughs> I just smack this black box with my card like, bah! <laughs> uh-huh. and they let me go. Get, Sometimes I you get, can just use your phone to slap it on there. Yeah, I started doing that, but it makes me feel weird. Yeah, it should. It, yeah, I I haven't done it many times <laughs> at all. 
so yeah, like Jake. Was okay, saying, please, uh, please, let's get back on track. We got some great news about the twenty third of this month. We're gonna see some games yes. that are expensive. We're what having we're having an Xbox uh, showcase um, centered around games um, on the 23rd. So It's an Xbox wonder... off. Yeah. I it's wonder, a showcase um... off. Do we have any lists at all about what's going to turn up? Uh, no, not currently. Nothing whatsoever. All right. Crow, what do you want to see more than anything? What do you think? I think Halo. Yeah. 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 Please. I mean, we're getting there. How many more months do we have? Four? Five more months? Until we're supposed to have it in our hands? Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, we don't have... I just hope there's enough time between Cyberpunk and Infinite. What? Holiday, right? I guess uh, they never gave a date on Halo, did they? No. Not even a vague one. No. November 8th. They said it's a launch title, so whenever the console will well, come, it'll yeah. be there. Holiday twenty twenty. That's still that's still we're on track for that, right? Right? Right. They said so. Yeah. I sure hope so. Last week we had to talk a little bit about possible console delays, but that's just like grumbles and rumors, right? Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen anything from Microsoft or Sony. Yeah. Eagle, do you have anything big you're looking for from uh this showcase party? Big big showcase party? Uh, I mean, I think it's a little unlikely, but I'd like to see how much it's going to cost, you know, the, the box itself, which you know, I still agree. have no idea. Uh, I agree. Why I'd go f- so far as to say I'd rather just get the cost and just give me a five-minute press release instead of a whole thing about the games. Like, I feel like you're just trying to, like, I feel like maybe they're trying to butter us up, so <laughs> want to hit, want to spend for this big old price tag they're about to slap us with. Is Sony and Microsoft not revealing the price because they don't know what it is, or they're scared of telling us, or is it something Pump else? Pump faking, bro. Pump I think faking. it's yeah, it's a it's a good old standoff <laughs> they have right now. You I know. think whoever goes first, the other one will adjust the price. I like I truly believe that. You know they're ah oh okay mm, okay mm-hmm. a third option I did not uh, consider. Hmm. Yeah, like it. I totally agree with with the eagle like it's yeah to me yeah it's not about like who's gonna lose or nothing they're just gonna be like who's gonna do this all right uh one dollar bob you know yeah, they're, right. they're just gonna sneak their like little little bit in at the end there yeah i'm sure and, if playstation uh, comes out and says ps5 is 500 dollars, microsoft will come out and say xbox is 450 and i think that will be completely vice versa if xbox goes first like I, I really think someone's gonna try and like one of them will undercut the price, at least by a little bit. I, th- I'm wondering if that's why maybe because like so what we're talking about the, for the PS5 is kind of like their their the Sony's next flagship console, whereas with the Xbox we've only seen this Series X, which is so far being touted as its like luxury. Oh, I hate using that word, a uh, premium whatever you want to say upgraded model. But I mean, has so, has that even been? substantiated from microsoft that this is no. the higher end model right so i mean it could just be this one right could be and maybe True. A disc fair list. enough the possibility is there they have not i mean that's just yeah you're right i, I mean, mean you gotta go by things, the evidence so all things do point to them having a series s or some other type of thing that they're doing yeah i was At searching launch, for the though? words without trying to like say brent's wrong because brent's not wrong thank you for saying it that way 
Like, I, I just feel like the temperature the taken on the Series X is like, like that con that generation's counterpart for this Xbox One X. Yeah, but I, I think know. they'll have okay. um, like an all digital One S, you know, or like Series S type of thing. That's probably mm-hmm. cheaper, lower clock rate, lower GPU. Like, we'll still play the games, but. You know, hey, you're probably not going to be getting 120 frames a second that the Series X is touting. You're going to get ads. <laughs> you get ads. <laughs> get no, ads. don't you take that back? Don't spit that out into public. Libbity bibbity. <laughs> I I hate that that was said. I hate that. <laughs> I've never even considered that. But yeah, what a what a horrible thought that is. Hey, boys, three teams left. We're in the end game. Buffer wheel. <laughs> Thirty second oh. ad. One of, one of two. <laughs> okay, I'm hate sorry. That. Was, hate that. Yeah, you know we're on our way. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised we shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have said anything. They're listening. They're listening. Oh. All right, we played it. some games this week, right, boys? Yeah, we did. We sure did. It's good to have you here, Crow. I'm here. What'd you spend your week with, bud? Well, I won't say week. I'll say yesterday and a bit of today. Uh, the beta of Mortal Shell. I Mortal forgot Shell. about this title. Good. When you said those words, because I remember both of us saying, we we hate the name, right? I hate the name. I think I we mean, hate the name. I, I, at first I did. It just kind of seemed corny. I mean, once playing it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's what you think. Um, yeah, this game is trying to be a Souls-like. Uh, and I'm not mad about it. You know, some games out there try to be Souls-like, and they either take it too far or in their own direction that just kind of loses being a Souls-like. Uh, and and ah, Souls-like. like Dark Such Souls Two. Gross thing to say. <laughs> Kinda. Um, He's so right, dude. <laughs> like it's yeah, you're right. I mean, that one classically was kind of run by the sous chef. While Miyazaki was working on Bloodborne. I'm, I'm yeah. shut up. I'm sorry. Um, so the thing about Mortal Shell, uh, it's kind of own little twist on it, is that you don't start off um, with like a character creator in a, in a certain class. So far in the beta, I've only come across two classes of shells, which one is like a knight and the other one's kind of like a thief. So... <clears throat> At least in the demo, I just kind of walked up to kind of like the uh, elite knight. or I'm forgetting his name in Dark Souls 1. It's kind of slumped over. Uh, You know, you talk to him for a second. Uh, Same thing with both of these guys. They're just kind of like a a knight in armor slumped over. And you walk up to him, touch his face. Oh, the Crestfallen? Huh? The Crestfallen knight? Crestfallen warrior. Yeah, thank you. Um, So there's just like a knight slumped over. You go touch his head. And then you take over his body. The thing is, it's kind of like um, kid alien. Maybe yeah, kind of like that. So the thing is, now that I've taken over this knight, I'm running around and I get hit. That depletes my health. When that happens, I get kicked out of um, that knight's body back into your base form, which uh, kind of looks like um, sounds kind of cool. Engineers from like Prometheus or Alien Covenant. It's kind of what you look like. Oh, the engineers kind of like from the alien movies. It's kind of like blobby alien dude, pale white, uh, humanoid, humanoid. Exactly. Um, so 
you get kicked out of your uh, shell and in your base form, and then you have like I don't know less than may you can maybe take two hits from an enemy, but uh, what I've seen just one, uh, and then you're dead for good, and then you start back over from the bonfire or whatever you want to call it. But in that in that little time, uh, your shell and then the enemy that killed you kind of freezes and into stone and you you know your um, actual body gets up and as you get up that enemy uh isn't stone anymore i guess they did that so like when they're swinging the uh, hit boxes wouldn't knock you out of your shell and then continue and then just hit you and automatically kill you um mm. but you can get up and if you can dodge around them and you can get back to your body you're back at full health but if you get killed again then it's over so you kind of have like have two lives like a- do you have like a souls like type of currency that you drop? Like, is it that like full souls. setup? Same exact thing. No, no different. Um, the other mechanic in this game is in your base form, whatever you are considered. Um, you can at any point in time uh, during a roll, during a dodge, during a jump, during swinging of your axe. At any point in time, you. I've been playing on mouse and keyboard. You can hit and hold control, and you'll turn to stone. And if somebody's swinging at you, they'll hit your stone, your your body, and bounce off and kind of, uh, you know, go into a staggered animation to where you can instantly let go of control. So if you're, like, in the middle of a swing, you can go into stone, they hit you, they, like, kind of get staggered, and then you let go, and then you continue your swing. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. You also have a parry, um, which, like, will replenish your health because there's very little health items in this game. There's, mm. like, mushrooms that heal maybe a quarter of your health over the course of 60 seconds so like oh wow basically useless so you really so it's need like to get you the... can turtle up but they'll help you out if you actually fight yeah but um your the like turning into stone thing thing it's on like a five second cooldown which sounds like nothing but um That's you get hit in this game you get staggered <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's forever um yeah, I've, I've realized if, if you don't kite enemies or, like, you know, kind of one-on-one fight them, uh, if you get hit and there's two enemies, they'll they'll just chain you to death. If they hit you, you'll be stunned, hit, get stunned again, stunned again, stunned again, which is kind of uh, really annoying. That's one aspect of the game that I can complain about because it just seemed kind of janky that, like, you know, yeah. that just seems unfair. There's nothing, there's nothing you could have done to prevent that other than fighting one person at a time then running away and fighting one person and running away from the group which is it just feels lame um ah like uh, true dark souls form oh come on but you make a good point though about a souls like because if you feel like it's not fair then it's then they're not doing it right because dark souls is brutal but it's just like you can cheese you can find your way through things like it's if you get through it, you got through it. <laughs> you know, like it's it's pretty fair. It's just the enemies hit as hard as you do. When you start yeah. to get into mechanics that limit the player just because the bounds of you know it's just a game, then I don't you know I don't think it should get the name Souls like on there yeah. personally. But I mean, like the ambiance, just this like the oh that that's one thing that's definitely different. The um the the fighting the the sword the sword play. Um, if you, if he like swing, if you swing your sword, um, it, it seems very cumbersome and heavy and, and weighty and like, uh, the, just the, the slashes themselves. Um, but once you 
uh, completely follow through with a swing, there'd be like a small um, gap um, within that animation where you can swing again and then you can kind of get a combo going. But there's definitely a rhythm there that that's unlike any other Souls game. You can just mash, you know, a Souls game. And you just kind of swing, 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 swing. But in this, uh, I found like you can go like light swing, light swing, heavy swing. If you hit all the timings right, you can do a serious amount of damage to where before, you know, if you don't follow through, you know, you can get two, two and a half swings in to where if you don't have your timing, that would just be one, even just a light swing opposed to just a heavy. Or there's like, you know, you could do like a heavy swing into another heavy into a light. Um, there's all these little combos that's that's definitely interesting. I've never had in a Souls game. What do you mean by follow through? Like there's just little gaps. Um, so like, I don't know. It, it really like looks like and feels you're you're using the momentum of the sword to like swing and then like uh, come into a different swing. You know what I mean? Like actually using the momentum of a sword uh, like you would in real life. You can't just like swing, swing, swing. You know, like. So if you don't go through the animation, you won't have access to the quote unquote next combo follow ups. Yeah. If you don't play like the the timing mini game. Yeah, but it's like how real sword fighting is in real life. You know, this is like a big uh, two handed claymore. Um, it's a big heavy sword. Um, and it really like you feel that in the game, and that that was definitely um, definitely strange to feel that. Cause, you know, Dark Souls, you can have swords that are ten feet long, five feet wide, and you're just swinging them away yeah but uh yeah this this felt like there's actually some uh cumbersome uh weight behind it uh there's one other have... weapon I... Or, I was gonna ask it do you have like full like dark souls like health stamina magic like type of meters yeah. so just health and stamina um but yeah so running uh will deplete your stamina just like dark souls dodging will deplete it swinging your sword will deplete it and you know if you get five what about goods... turning to rock to block a shot Again, so that's on like a five second cooldown, and that's not a meter. It's um, okay. It's just kind of like a little uh, glowy part that if you use it, it'll go dull, and five seconds later, boom, it like glows again. You know, you can uh, reuse it. Word. But again, the the whole taking over shell, dying, getting kicked out of it, coming back to it, and then if you die, then you actually die. That's a pretty cool mechanic. Um, kind of like Sekiro, I yeah. guess. Like so, get, uh, what's the other side of the conflict then? Like, what are the stakes? Like, it seems like they give you an out to get back into your body. So, to me, that makes it sound like if you do die, they're gonna get you. I mean, uh, uh, you lose your souls. Okay. That that that's are those also thing. like your currency and upgrade mm-hmm. and all that? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I've only used them for the for game? buying uh, equipment. I mean. Um, and then upgrading isn't like you're upgrading your strength or dex or. Uh, vitality each shell has those own abilities but uh you can go to like the fire keeper because there's like a fire keeper and you have to spend like 700 or like a thousand souls initially on each shell which that's a lot of of souls to get in this game most enemies give you 25 maybe 40 um to spend a thousand you learn the shell's name when you learn that uh, there's this like a circular uh, skill tree that then you have your own individual skills within each different shell that you have. This actually sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in my fire link, there's, um, if I'm the knight, the, the like 
thief or assassin is like laying in one of the crypts and you can go up and just swap right then and there at the same exact time you also have an effigy on you um where if i'm the knight fighting whatever i can just hit that effigy and i'll i'll switch into the like assassin's body i think you can only do that uh once per life you can't just like switch back and forth i've only played with those very little because where i'm at uh, it's kind of pretty punishing, so I haven't tried to play with it per se. But yeah, there's like that aspect too. You can swap shells, so I'm sure there's going to be like, you know, obviously I have like the knight, I have the assassin. There's probably going to be like a cleric or something like that. Um, I've only neat. used they, one other weapon. They said there are only going to be with, two in the technical test. So. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean like in the full full game. Um, yeah, yeah, there'll be more for sure. Uh, and then I've just used one other weapon, which was like a, a hammer and like a, a nail, you know, like a thick nail, like almost like a railroad spike. I didn't so, really use that. Uh, the move set just kind of didn't seem to make sense. It took way too many hits to hit enemies. And the, just the part I'm in, there's like four or five around. So if you accidentally aggro more than one, I feel like you'd be screwed. Just swinging that big sword, you can hit multiple people if you need to. So with the shells, are we getting away from the build mentality and going into like a loadout mentality yeah exactly so you're given like here's your shell obviously you can you know upgrade these shells um and i've stuck to the knight just because he has more health i mean less stamina he's tankier obviously like the um, the the assassin far less health a lot more stamina but his like um uh, roll or dodge uh you kind of like teleport a small distance um but dude i'm getting hit it's this game is, is <laughs> kicking me in my ass. I'm not going to lie. And I'm at, like, the boss of the beta, uh, and he's just enormous. And I'm just scared of him. So he, every time I go in his arena, he just kills me instantly. I'm like, I don't know. Cool. He looks pretty cool. I've watched that fight, and it, like, mm-hmm. it looks hard. Like, it, it looks like one of those games for sure. You know, like, the combat. Yeah, the I've got him down everything. to, like, quarter health until he just infinites me to death. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know how to you get out of that. Smoked. But that you can beta. parry him. You can parry that, that big guy. Crazy. That beta you got through the Epic Game Store platform, right? Yeah. You, yeah. So is it gonna go console? I would. I would assume so. Yeah. I can I mean, this sounds fun. It sounds neat. Just by your. It's it's good. There's there's a little bit of clunkiness that I think they're probably gonna iron out uh, one way or the other. But it 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 feels pretty pretty good and uh and they're not trying to act like they're not trying to be a souls like they definitely are and this is one of the better ones i've ever played like good for sure sounds promising nice, yeah. nice. and it and a different take a, a like a, a refreshing different take maybe i'll get over it or bored of it but yeah it's good I, I can't wait for it to come out now i've kind of avoided everything else since like what was that months six months ago when i first told you guys about it. like have you guys seen this uh but yeah, I've avoided everything, but uh, I'm yeah definitely excited now. Nice, nice. Okay, so what do we got going on? Uh, Eagles video feed just dropped. Hello, he's there. Okay, got you. I'm having some very strange uh, audio things right now. Sorry to everybody listening. I'm hearing my own voice in my headphones. Apologies to folks listening. I'm just going to give it a couple more seconds here. 
see what we got or if we're just gonna crack on Brent can the Eagle be heard I cannot hear him okay we can hear each other let's go ahead and get let, let's talk about control oh please yeah please yeah we lost the Eagle um, folks listening, I know you're super bummed. He is our edgy stances, very good friend and uh, resident statistician. If we can't get him back, we might have to just crack on. All right. I'm just going to call it. Brent, you and I are talking about the foundation. I finally got to catch up with you, dude. Dude, us two are the ones that have played it. Let's go. Yep. So, yeah, let's go. I sent uh, everybody listening, thank you for your patience. Um, we like to be one take around here, so we uh, kind of just roll with the punches. But looks like we're not going to be doing overachievers this week, which is totally fine. Um, Eagle, if I hear you chiming in, you're just in time to hear us talk about uh, the Foundation DLC. <laughs> How are we doing, Brent? Yeah, so... Um... Uh, I guess I can't really ask where you are because that could get into spoilery territory. <laughs> um, you know, have... I'm I'm just gonna tell you this, bud. Sure. I'm just gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna tell. I'm you know I'm, there are obvious spoiler things I'm not gonna say, but a lot of folks have played Control already. If you haven't, if you have a PS4, I know it's on sale for like seventeen dollars right now. And on the 17? Xbox, yeah, buy that game, yeah. dude. I've been well, telling everybody. Thank you. Oh, it's so good. Everybody should play it, um, especially if you're using a PS4 Pro or an Xbox uh, One X. Uh, yeah, um, I told a couple people at work to buy it, um, and he was like, dude, I'm having fun. He's like, the only thing, my it's chugging along. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't even think of that because I played on PC. Um, yeah, apparently it's, it's, it's taxing on those consoles. I bet it's a treat on PC. It is. It is. I, I bet it's an absolute treat on PC. So, okay. That does kind of go into one of the comments that I have about the DLC. Um, mm. I don't know. Okay, so I know I've already talked about Bloodborne once this show, and I'm sorry. But, oh. um, yeah, hey, bud. We're, we're just going to talk about Control, and then we're probably going to wind it down. Okay, bud? Fantastic. <laughs> Glad you're here. Are you recording right now? Too, oh yeah, we're good. We're, good. <laughs> we're already starting to run on time, so Brent and I are going to talk about the foundation, and we'll we'll get to observation overachievers next week. Sound good? I mean, we can do it this week. Uh okay, all right. <laughs> so I was a little concerned when I first started the foundation DLC because um, it was just a little bit repetitive in culture. Uh, um texture is what i'm trying to say that you know like a lot of that red sand everywhere you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. and um the particular way i went first was climbing a tower uh mm-hmm. so to speak and um i was just kind of getting the vibe i know i brought up bloodborne a second ago and it's it's mainly because of this like that the the old hunters dlc from bloodborne as i understand it was part of the overall game and then kind of like taken out and then released mm-hmm. as dlc but it was it was in there at one point. If it wasn't, they did excellent on it because it looks like it should be in there. I'm noticing so many differences in this Foundation DLC for Control. The faces look different. The animations aren't as crisp and like you know tuned. 
and man, like the walls are disappearing <laughs> all the time. And I'm just seeing, you know, the white astral plane, plane, plane projection. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Things are just kind of coming apart, man. And um, well, they kind of are literally in the game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I hear you. So. Did you notice any uh, of that stuff like playing through it on the PC, Brent? Uh, no, not that I can, not that I can definitely say. Cause you went like right through the main game into the DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished the game, and I think the DLC came out a couple weeks later. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a little weird getting back into the control style of play, but I mean, hats off to you know, I mean the the controls are just so intuitive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that it just felt like I was playing Jedi Fallen Order, you know, like how like uh organic it all feels. I feel like it was really well made, and um. Got some new abilities. They seem to be more on the platformy side of things, um, as far mm-hmm. as that goes. And uh, got to check out some new kinds of puzzles in the astral plane. Which, honestly, you know, I mean, it came across a little repetitive. Like I thought a lot of the infinite forest in Destiny Two and stuff, but uh, that kind of came to mind. But after a little while, it was refreshing and cool to use the abilities um, in more deliberate puzzles set up. Yeah. Uh, for it they, they don't really have a lot of that in the game there are only a couple times in the main game where you aren't inside in a hallway with a low mm-hmm. ceiling it's interesting to play you know like uh jumping puzzles and stuff yeah and all that where you and i mean you can abilities. use those new abilities for uh, combat as well exactly uh it's a lot of fun out there too like a lot of the walls i've been having fun with with the combat in it the walls are are they're reading as floors so you can do your your ground pound into the walls, mm-hmm. and I'm just having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, using all the abilities that they did for this character, it's it's cool. Like uh, to me, it shows they made a really strong system because it can mm-hmm. work in all these different environments and stuff that they put together. Play cool. it, <laughs> everybody listening. Since we got Eagle back, let's let's talk about observation. We uh, promised it last week. What do we got, bud? What do we got? Yeah, I. Uh... I finished it up yesterday or day before, nice. something like that. I it's, started it up two days ago. Not it's pretty end. short. It's like a two-sitting type of game. Really? Or then, then I'm halfway through. <laughs> yeah. It may be five or six hours, something like that. Officially. I mean, five or six hours because of its pace, but I'm going to hold up there. I'm a, that astronaut could float a little faster, honestly. Just a little faster. Yeah. So what are uh, we talking about when we talk about observation? What's its hook? <laughs> Yeah, what so we went over it a little bit last week, but like you play you're as right, a space right, station's AI, um, and you are basically in control. Well, the astronaut, I guess, is kind of in control of you, but um, you are like going through security cameras and hacking into things. That's kind of like what you're doing, you know? Like, ah, oh, I gotta turn the coolant fans on, so you gotta do this little mini game to hack them and. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I I will say the interaction that you have as this AI is, like, the unique part of this. Like, it they they nail it on, like, being its own thing. I've never really seen that in a game before, like, how you interact with things. So that's, like, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they keep, like, the little puzzles and stuff fairly fresh, like, through the playthrough. You know, you... You do a lot of the same stuff, but it kind of culminates in doing like a new type of mini game that's usually pretty unique. Which is yeah, kind of like a like a like a maybe not like warrior wear, but it's it's like a collection of 
different concepts for each new, um, uh, I guess, problem. Yeah. That you're encountering yeah. on this space station. For and, sure. Uh, yeah, for a little bit of perspective for people who are listening and have no idea what this get recently added Game Pass game is, it's like, he's right. It's it, The perspective is almost as if you're sitting in the, at a control booth, like the security room. Mm-hmm. of of this ship only you're not an officer or anything like that watching the screens it's as if you are a thumb drive or something that's electronically moved from sector to sector and you see this in the cameras of the new sectors that you inhabit and yeah within that sector that you're at that's where you can manipulate the stuff huh. devolver digital yep totally yeah absolutely um, it's got a real cool look too like it's got a cool look it's got some good music um you know it is a story-based game you know your uh gameplay mechanics and mini games that you play are pretty minor in the scope of everything like you're there for the story if you play observation like that's that's what you're there for um Mm -hmm. which i i liked it i did um do you like that voice acting i I had a bit of a problem with it. I don't know. It was just a little weird. I don't really, Sorry. like, I don't remember it being good or bad, you know? Hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, it is hard sci-fi, like, to the max. Um, you've got some, uh, like, some good psychological stuff, some good twists and turns, um, like, good reveals and stuff. Like, all the makings of a good story. Uh with all that being said, as much as I like the uniqueness of it, I like the setup of it, I think this would be a better movie than a game. Uh, hmm. Like, don't change anything about it? Uh, cut out, like, four hours of it. You know, like yeah, the, make the astronauts float faster. Damn it. <laughs> well, like, all the side Brent, stuff. Brent, it's brutal. Like, it's yeah. brutal, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the gameplay. It's, it's not really showing much there's not much to see like it's your security camera right like you can pan and zoom that's what you got going for you i can't uh, help but say it reminds me so much of watchdogs the whole camera thing hopping from camera to camera um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but i liked it like when it was all said and done credits were rolling i was like that was cool like, i've I, heard I nothing but thumbs did. up from everyone around me that has talked about it yeah finish it like it's short you'll get there yeah i shall and it's the type of it's the type of story that there's some things that will go down that you will finish the game after you hit those points. Like you, you won't put it down. Oh, like you just have to see it through. I love that feeling. Yeah, nice. for sure. Totally, so, it's good. It. Thumbs up. One of those things. It seems like a simple concept, but it uses this. Uh, and again, you know, a comment that you made a little while ago is is really you know gaming. Uh, goes through its problems with like tropes tropiness sometimes um yeah. being repetitive being redundant it's neat to see in something where there's like we feel like we've seen it all before somebody pull off something new ish yeah like uh, yeah it's I guess. it feels very unique i don't know if that's good but it is novel so it's neat it is you like you could have played that game and said yeah this is probably devolver you know like just publishing something that was different do you think that's helped its selling point like like has devolver made a name for itself yes like besides just an indie you know like somebody that puts out a lot of 
games that are going to Game Pass lately? You think people are looking for that? I know we are. Like Brent just reacted earlier, looking at it, Devolver Digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've definitely Absolutely. got like a style, you know. The, this uh, doesn't have like the typical Devolver humor, uh, mm-hmm. but it's got the Devolver weirdness, which I appreciate. Uh, developer yeah. is no code of that game, by the way. Yeah. Oh, they do. So- oh, wait, no, I get no code mixed up with don't nod. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know uh, what else no code did. Is that so an anagram? I have nothing to say. <laughs> there's there's O's in there. There's lots of O's. That'd be an expensive word on Wheel of Fortune. Ah, mm. oh, missing a T. Many vowels. As in a lot, <laughs> not miniature. <laughs> Can I well, get a small A? <laughs> so, I hope that there is an achievement for uh, finishing the game. And it better be 100%. Because like Eagle says, you get to the point where you can't put it down. Well, let me ask you this. Have you finished the game? No. So, it is no. not going to be at 100%. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to find segues, man. <laughs> it's fair. You're doing great, bud. I'm in, in a, I'm in a dark spaceship being guided by an AI looking for segues, bud. <laughs> well, great. It. You uh, know what else I'm looking for? I'm looking for some numbers. I'll some give you some numbers. numbers. You got numbers? I got numbers. Uh, two. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this week on Overachievers, I figured we'd take a look at Observation, um, pulling some of the achievements, seeing, seeing some of the most common down to some of the rarest. Uh, so, kicking things off with Observation, we've got the most common achievement in the game, uh, and that is, how did we get here? In which, I will not read anymore. Oh. Because there's, like, there's spoilers. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, give it up. Yeah. You know? Wow, <laughs> these are. <laughs> yeah, you sh- you should probably stop reading. <laughs> yeah. No, now no, you're right. Now I want to finish the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So, uh, most common achievement in the game. How did we get here? It is a story progression type of thing, and that is down at fifty eight point one four percent. So, what do you think of that number? I know you don't want to spoil it. So that is bad. That is low. Yeah. That is oh. sad. I mean, this is a game that you can potentially finish in one sitting if you wanted to, and people can't get an hour or two into it. Hmm. It is slow. It is very slow moving. Um, Man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. I mean, before we started talking, I I was saying it's slow. Like I did have my criticisms. Like it's why I didn't. Like why I didn't stick with it, but. At least at that time. Um, so next up, we've got base of operations. That is to gain access to Universal, which is kind of like your main hub in the space station that you're in. Oh. Um, which, to be honest, isn't too far behind the how did we get here achievement. Uh, and that takes another huge dip down to 29.46%. Yikes. Oh, so do people just not like this or do they not get it? Or, I don't think they like it. It's too weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Too out there. That's fair. Maybe. 
I mean, I mean, how how long into the game is base of operations? Two three hours. Ooh ooh. To get to your like main hub though, that is kind it's of a long more time. Than half of its players in two to three hours. Yeah, of something that doesn't take but maybe five or six to beat. You know. Well, you beat mm-hmm. it. What's your theory? I don't know. I think people are turned off with the security camera stuff. Not lawyers. I mean, it's kind of weird to play a video game and not control a character. Right. Yeah. But, you know. It's like, hey, it's called Observer. Yeah. uh, Observation. That's completely fair. (laughs) They tell you up front what you will be doing. That's fine. Um, but so I'll skip most of the rest of the achievements just because they're all spoilery with what they're called and what their descriptions are. Um, but there is an achievement to beat the game, and that is at 14.20%. Huh. Uh, I mean, so, that's, that's not that big of a dip. I mean, I guess from base of operations, though. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. You're going to hit a point where you like – if you're in this deep, you're going to finish it and you're going to finish it at that point. Right. Uh, so still a little bit of a bummer. I'm Um, concerned a four hour game having 14.2% completion. Ah, we've seen way lower than that though. Yeah, we have, but uh, on games shorter than that. Hmm. Fair point. point. I don't know. Uh, and then, so I pulled the rarest of the rare, um, which is a secret achievement, and it's down at 1.53%. Again, we've and, seen rare. Yeah. Um, I think this obscure? is all the collectibles. Hmm. So, you, like, you, you don't even know what it is, the secret achievement? I don't. I know what, like, all the achievements are, but I don't know which one is which. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I would assume that it's all the collectibles. There are a bunch, and some of them are obscure and tough to find. So hmm. that would Got make to. sense out of the list. So do you just like observe a collectible, or do you collect it? Because I mean, at that point, is it even a collectible, or is it just like a viewable? Hey, it, you're scanning things. You're collecting it. <laughs> okay. Collecting memories. Of right. What it looks <laughs> That's what I was like. about to say. <laughs> But yeah, shout-outs to you overachievers out there uh, watching people on cameras. <laughs> what's, what sort of precedent is the setting com. for 2021? <laughs> Watch people with cameras, dude. It's Fine. real. I guess we kind of I got one more question. I got one more question. You read four achievements. Is that all they were? Or did you edit some because of the spoilerishness? I edited a lot because of the spoilers, but there also are not many achievements. I think there's maybe like 12 or so. They're oh, kind of like yeah. they're high point ones though. They're 80, 100 points each. I'm really I'm I'm kind of prickly about the whole collectibles thing. Cuz if the game's 4 hours long and I sat for an hour, that means I've missed some collectibles cuz I didn't even know there are things to collect. Yeah. Yeah, Observe. you you've missed them for sure. Gotcha. You. you know what you need to collect, Eagle? What's that? All of these thank yous for being the edgy stances statistician hey, and compiling thanks. this numerical information on the slackering of Xbox users. It's abysmal. <laughs> it's pathetic. Get out there and observe, y'all. Observe Come some on. collectibles. 
observe some viewables. What did you call them? I don't know. I think viewables. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of like crackers with the like with the cheese dip, like Lunchables. Wait, no, that's handy <laughs> snacks. I'm in for some Dunkaroos. Oh, <laughs> dude, Dunkaroos. Dude, they slap. <laughs> what do you think, Brent? Slap or chap on the Dunkaroos? Uh, what's chap mean? Is it chap in my ass? Or is it slap in my ass? I'll take him either way. Give me some Dunkaroos. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes he's correct. <laughs> we'll accept the that. Correct answer goes to the old crow. <laughs> we'll take it, bud. We'll take it. All right. Thank you, everyone listening. We're going to wind it down now. It's a little goofy tonight. Some goofy goobers. Um, again, that's at Edgy Stances on all the social medias that we participate with. TikTok, that is uh, Twitter, that is Instagram. Remind you one more time, we're on discord join that chat if you want to tell us how you're gaming if you want to tell us about the collectibles you viewed um you've observed the viewable i'm messing it up i'm sorry boys um and one more time i didn't get to mention at the i forgot to mention at the top of the show we are broadcast on dash internet radio all week long on the multiplayer channel amongst other gaming shows that you should maybe check out new episodes get on there at nine o'clock eastern standard time on thursdays let's go Let's go do. Brent, where can we find you over the course of the week, bud? I mean, again, the easiest way to get a hold of me at any point in time is at me in the Discord. I mean, jump in there. It's, uh, as as Jacob says, a place of like-minded gamers. So, yeah, jump in there, at me, and we'll figure out uh, where and what I'm playing. Maybe I'll need some help yeah. in Mortal Shell. No, I need help in that game. It's hard. <laughs> help do they have, like, a summon system? Not that I know of, no. But gotcha, gotcha. Just maybe morally help me. And what about this feathery eagle that can somehow manipulate a controller with its wings? Uh, my or do you beak use your talents? Very, my beak is very dexterous. Mm. <laughs> I got a bunch of dex like, points in my beak. <laughs> beak and tongue players, like mouse and keyboard. <laughs> the other eagles are mad uh, at you. <laughs> you can find me at Best Eagle Alive pretty much anywhere. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm Rattleboy Al. I don't really stream. You're not missing anything, trust me. <laughs> You're not on anyways, Prime? <laughs> oh, we didn't even bring it up. It comes out. This is like that, like after credit, like Avengers movie stuff. Like if if the people sat around, Eagle. Before we go, what's your theory on Brime? Uh, you don't have to answer. I, that. And there I was. I don't think it's real. I don't think you it's just a don't thing? think it's real. You like, yeah. like like you think it's a big gaff? I, well, I. It's probably like a software somewhere, but I don't think it's going to be anything what people expect. So all week long, we were just like waiting for Brime men, I guess, like just acting a fool for something that's like just never going to. Hey, you, you use that term we very liberally. Well, <laughs> you've thought more about it than I have, but that, that's I guarantee I haven't. I guarantee I haven't. Oh, man. Did you watch the press release today? Uh, they didn't put anything up. I didn't even think to check, so boom. I'm I'm looking You've at their Twitter more right now. Than I have. <laughs> oh, go. oh, there you go. Currently knowing more about Prime. What about you, Brent? Um, yeah. Yep. That's fair. Model Brian. Everybody, y'all out there, stay amber. <laughs> I do. That's the best day you've ever had.